Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Dundalundalundalun Fucking Legends. Dundalundalundalun. I'm Jesse, and I'm Becky, and we've got a cracking show for you tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, first of all, actually, apologies for the lack of a show last week, <laughs> and also the lack of um, uh, like information about the yeah, last show. Yeah, exactly. Acknowledgement about there not being a show. We were just we just got a bit carried away with the We had great intentions, I think. We were like, oh yeah, we'll do it over Zoom. And then it was like we missed I think we were both really tired on Friday. And then it was like Saturday. You were you were at Kylie Minogue on Saturday. I was at I was at Kylie Minogue concert. Kylie Minogue concert in my sitting room on Saturday, so that was pretty busy. Um yeah. and then it was like the week just totally flew away from us and suddenly it was like Thursday and I was like, Oh sure, we will we just have to skip that and do next week's one instead. Yeah, pretty much. I was like oh up to my neck and assignments all week. Up to your neck. We're busy women. I also had a very busy week in work, to be honest. So apologies, guys. We know you were devastated. All, all of our millions of followers were <laughs> uh, messaging us asking where the episode was. So sorry to. Yeah, it was pretty wild, wasn't it? I've never gotten so many DMs. In my life. <laughs> uh, sure, we'll make it up to you somehow. Throw in an extra episode somewhere along the line. Maybe like a Christmas special or something. <gasps> Ooh. Oh, actually, Solstice Special. Pagan Solstice Special. Very good. When's that now? 21st December? Yeah. Do you remember? Remember we had a great Solstice one year? We went off with all the hippies. Going around Smithfield banging drums and, I don't know, I feel like we were wearing costumes of some sort, but I can't really remember. Oh, we, we, we had to write something on a, a, st- a wish stick and throw it into the fire. Oh, do you know now, like, you know me, I'm really, <laughs> I'm very sceptical. Oh, I'm, I was loving it. I'm really into that now. Yeah, I know. I know. You would, you're like, no, I know that you're real into it. And I'm just like, oh yeah, here we go now. <laughs> here we go. Um. Oh my God, I've been having a great time, actually, since you were talking to Julie about star signs. I'm having a great time reading everything star signs. It's very interesting, isn't it? It's really yeah. cool that each of your housemates is a different element element yeah isn't it i was like that's cool so i was like together we make the avatar you know what i mean yeah yeah perfect yeah um and i don't know maybe it's like you know we each bring something else to the table yeah exactly what are you actually is cancer oh cancer is what we're both water aren't we yeah we're both water um, there's actually a really funny article that i meant to send on to you about it um do you know vice the the kind of the magazine yeah yeah they do they do like a series called astro roast and it's basically like all of the star signs but like just like the worst characteristics of all of them and it's just so oh very good <laughs> yeah julie actually mentioned that to me she said she's all right these are all roasting each other or something yeah so i'm gonna so i'm actually gonna write mine so i'm scorpio <laughs> And the, the headline is Scorpios are sex obsessed instigators who live for drama. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you think that's in? <laughs> oh my God, and cancer actually. I'm like, do you want to hear cancer? Yeah, go on, tell us. <laughs> it's like, 
Oh, great. <laughs> um, cancers are annoyingly oversensitive crabs who can't take criticism. <laughs> oh my God, like literally you couldn't describe me in a better sense. Oh, well, like all of them are so good. Like, oh, the sags. Yeah. Sags. Sags. Um, Sagittarius, the preachy know-it-all who's optimistic at all the wrong times. Oh my god, very good. Yeah. Um, oh, I have to have a look at this now since layers. Yeah, it's very good. Um, Gemini's are liars, cheats, and thieves, and everyone knows. Oh yeah, that's very true. Oh my god, this is so true. <laughs> I know, but they're all like, um, they're all like really bad. But you're just like, yeah, I can see that. Um, Libras are shameless flirts who have no idea how manipulative they are. Capricorns are self-righteous wet blankets obsessed with whack rules 100% um, I'm like I can nah. think, I'm thinking of all the people that I know who are these star signs and I'm like yep yeah, yep yeah, that's them that's them oh my god that's so funny god it's like a science <laughs> ah as it's as if it's some sort of science or something some sort of astro science uh, but anyway it's very good I'll send you on the link um or, I mean, you can just Google it. Oh, it yeah. Well, what is it there? Stuff. Tell us again for our, for our listeners. For our listeners. So it's Vice. So I just Googled um, Vice Astro Roast. And the article is kind of called, like the headline's called Astro Roast, basically. And then within that, then it goes through all the different star signs. So, um, yeah. There you are now. Enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm also like, you know the way you love... Um, like a pairing start, as in like, you'd be like, oh my God, well, you're a Scorpio, so you can't possibly get with like, an whatever. Yeah. I'd, like, I don't know. Yeah. So you're always like, oh, well, you're a Scorpio, so you need to be with someone who's like a something. Yeah. You know the way, compatibility or whatever. But I was like, I was looking through these and I was like, I really don't think I want to be with any star sign of these titles. <laughs> like, they all sound a bit shit. So, like, I'm like, none of those are, uh, none of those are really appealing to me now. It's like, except for maybe, like, another sex-obsessed Scorpio who lives I mean, for yeah. drama. Yeah. That sounds like good yeah. fun. Yeah, another Scorpio. Yeah. Any hoozles. Sorry. We digress. <laughs> Stoke um, through winter solstice anyway. Yeah. We should do a winter solstice swim. That'd be nice. Oh, on the coldest, darkest day of the year. Not necessarily the coldest, it's just the darkest. True. Well, it's colder in the dark. So, <laughs> yeah, I see what you're saying. Statistically. Yeah. Logic. I see, I, I can follow that logic. I can get on that logic train. Um, yeah, it's also a Monday. I Oh no, I don't know why is, it's not Monday. What day is it? How do you know that? That's mental. I'm like, like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I actually don't know if it is. I'm like, what day is the 14th of January? Do you just know like this? Oh my God, it is a Monday. Why do I know that? It's not even like, it's not even like, like you just knew it off the bat. You didn't have to like, it's not like you were like, oh, well, I know that. This day is, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't, I honestly don't even know how I knew that. That's so weird. I think I was looking, I must have been looking at my calendar earlier because you were talking about when we're doing our Christmas party thing. Like, oh, yeah. Not it. Maybe. I don't know. That's weird. That's a weird one now. Um, On with the story. Did I tell a story? Sorry. Uh, yes. 
Please do, Rebecca. Please do. You want me to go first? Um, seeing as your fucking voice note me earlier going, can I please go first? Yes, go first. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because you never actually responded to it. So I was like, maybe you really want to go first. So no, for some reason this week, I, I'm i just like convinced this is a week that we're going to do the same story. I highly doubt it. So why do you think that is? Because yours is a bit obscure. No, because I don't really have one yet. <laughs> yes, I Oh my god! No, I have two options. So you know, I mean, if you do want to have the other one, oh, I'm gonna like some week. Can you not have? Because I'm just like I just take a big gas of one week. We go to the same story. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, I, I'm also real stoked about this. Like, I'm actually real excited about this story. I don't Wait, know why. Go on then. Get on with. Um. Okay. So. This story came from, I hadn't heard of it, about it at all. And then one of my friends basically sent me um, a tweet that the Irish Arts Centre had put up and they mentioned this person in it. Uh, and she, so it was based on um, basically the word for, for a slave Um and she she sent me this tweet and she was just like, I feel like you'd be really into it. And then I read about her and then I was reading about uh, her story and I was like, oh, no, class, I am into this. Um, so I was like, I'm going to do this as my story. So that's where it came from. Um, yeah, so I'm like, great. Okay, so are you still there? Yeah. Oh my god, because my laptop is just kind of like it's going mental and it keeps popping up random pages and I can't just like okay, sorry. I'm here, don't worry. Um, I'm here, I'm listening. God. Um Okay, so my story is about a beautiful young girl known as uh Melkorka. Um and Melkorka was a beautiful young girl, but she was also a young slave girl who was owned by an Icelandic Viking called... Oh, uh, oh. oh you see why I love it now. So, but also, you'll have, to, you'll, have to, you'll have to excuse my pronunciation as I potentially butcher this up a little bit. But, um, you know, just... Um, Okay, so it's owned by an Icelandic Viking by the name of Huskildur Dalekulsen. Good. Are you fluent? Yeah. Yeah. Fluent in Icelandic, didn't you know? Yeah. Uh Um, So Huskildur purchased Melkorka from Gilly the Russian, who I'm like, sounds like a wild man, um, for three... uh, for three silver pieces uh, while he was on a trading expedition in Norway. He was off in Norway, like, looking for wood or something to build. Can I ask what, like, year this is in? So this is around the nine. I was going to say 1900s, no. (laughs) 900 AD. Okay. Um, Yeah. Uh, So, yeah. So, three... So, I don't know if if you're familiar with kind of the exchange rate around 900 AD, but three, three silver pieces... Expensive for the time. What would that be in today's money, Rebecca? Um, I haven't, I haven't. 
<laughs> haven't done the conversion, but in modern day day slave prices, she she'd be she'd be pretty pretty pricey as a should be up there. Should be up there, yeah. Um, so uh, the Viking uh, Huskuller was instantly drawn to this young girl when he walked into the the kind of the the slaver's tent, um, and he saw her and he knew that he wanted her. Um, so he went to Gilly the Russian, who was the the slaver who was selling her, um, and he he was like, I want to buy this girl. So Gilly was like, That's absolutely fine. Um, obviously happy to sell her. <laughs> it being his trade, you know. Um, <laughs> so, but anyway, while while he was buying her, uh, Gilly warns him that there's one thing uh, he should know, and that is that. Um, um, Melkorka cannot speak, so she's um, she's a mute, and she it's not known for definite, but she's assumed deaf, um, and she she can't speak. Um, so that's fine anyway. He's kind of that doesn't bother him too much. So they make the purchase. Um, they make the purchase. That's fine. So um, Hoskilder at the time was actually married to uh, an Icelandic uh, kind of noblewoman known as Jorun. Um, but, <laughs> did you like it? I actually was quite happy with Henry. Yeah, you do really well. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, he was married to Jordan at the time, but he made Melkorka his uh, con- concubine while he was away on this um, expedition. So um, despite her being mute and despite the fact that he um, was happily married, Hoskulder was um, so enthralled by uh, Melkorka's beauty and lure that he decided to take her back home with them to Iceland when his expedition was over. Uh, so Jorun was obviously, she wasn't delighted about this, um, but nonetheless, she kind of welcomed the, the slave girl into, um, into their household um, and kind of allowed her in, in the home as... Um, as a Hoskuller's concubine, but it was under the condition that uh, he remained faithful to Jorun while he's in Iceland. Um, so there's that kind of little. So what, like he can for her when he's not in Iceland? Yeah. So I think the idea is that kind of like he can bring her away because Jorun wouldn't go on expeditions with them. She would stay at home and mind the house. So I think the idea was that like he he could continue to bring uh, Melkorka away with him when he left for trips but while like in the home um he was to remain faithful to his wife um so anyway as you can imagine uh, Melkorka and Jorn had kind of a, a fiery relationship and they, they often came to blows um so there's uh, one story um which says that uh, Jorn once flinged a pair of stockings at um, Melkorka's head and Melkorka responded by uh, punching her in the face and giving her a bloody nose, which is pretty controversial. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's just kind of interesting that that Melkorka had a very sort of strong and defiant personality and she's being noted as having a very strong and defiant personality. And this is kind of one story that, that shows that. Um, yeah, and then... There's kind of there was so much squabbling between Jorn and Melkorka that uh, Hoskulder actually had to move Melkorka to a to a to a different farm 
Um, so they, they could no longer live like in the same house together because uh, there was just so much kind of bitterness and rivalry between them. And this farm uh, was known as Melkorkustadir. Melkorkustadir, I think is how you pronounce it. Um, which is still a kind of a townland in Iceland to this day. So there's there's kind of a little a little village named after uh, Melkorka. So anyway, so the winter after returning from uh, from Norway with Hoskuldur, uh, um, young Melkorka gave birth to a son, who they named Olafur after Hoskuldur's uh, uncle, I think it was. Um, so yeah. So, um, yeah, so his name was Olafur Hoskulderson, um, because obviously he was named after his dad, Hoskulder. Um, and he was kind of noted as being quite a remarkable child. So it's said that he could like speak and walk perfectly by the age of two. Um, I don't know if that's impressive or not. I'm not very good with like the age at which children are meant to do. But I don't know. Walk and talk too. Is that what you said? Yeah. That's pretty normal. Fair. Okay, but apparently could walk and talk perfectly. I don't. You know what I mean? So I'm like, wasn't wasn't doing like goo goos and gagas. I think was like holding holding proper conversations. Okay. Um. But yeah, but but this is kind of um, yeah, he could speak and walk perfectly. But um, it's kind of interesting because he didn't have his mother to kind of teach him how to talk, so he kind of picked it up by himself. You know what I mean? So without like his mother figure speaking to him. Um. So so this was kind of he was yeah he was a very impressive child. Um, and Olaf Husgulderson. Um actually went on to become a very important figure in the Laxdela um, saga, which is one of the great Icelandic sagas. Um, and he was a great chieftain of the early Icelandic Commonwealth. Um, and it's said that he grew up to be a very handsome and well-mannered young man. And he had uh, the nickname Olaf the Peacock due to uh, being full of pride and uh, having a magnificent wardrobe. So I'm like, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so so Olaf is a, a, like a really, really notable figure in um, kind of, he would be like, you know, he'd be like Iceland's equivalent of Fionn Bacul or Kukulun or something. Oh, yeah. He's like, he's, he's an important dude. He, he's like, big guy. Doing a lot of important things, showing up in all the stories, you know what I mean? Um, he's, 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 a good, he's a good man. Um, anyway, so um, this is one day when Olafur is around two or three, um, and um, Huskulder uh, finds Melkorka and Olafur down by a stream, um, and he's kind of approaching them, and suddenly he hears. Olafur and his mother both speaking in this kind of strange um, foreign tongue. Um, so obviously Huskulder is is finds this very strange because um, she she was 
mute and she'd never heard her speak and she'd obviously been in her company for years and she she'd never spoke and um, so Huskilder kind of confronts her and demands she speaks and demands that she she tells him what what happened um or like tells him why she she hasn't spoken or who she is um so so she actually reveals that uh yeah she was not mute but that she refused to speak in defiance because um this was kind of like one the one power that was left to her because she could have control over it and it was like she obviously as a slave didn't have control over um over anything in her life anymore and then she also went on um to tell him that she's no slave girl at all, but she was in fact an Irish princess who was stolen from her homeland in a Viking raid at the age of 15. Uh, so her real name is Malkirkic, um, which is um, an Irish name. And I think it's something to do with like the hooded one or something. I think that's what it translates into roughly. Um, and she is the daughter of Mercartic MacNeil, who was uh, king of Aelach, which is a province in Ulster. So he was one of the great kings and a hardened and powerful warrior. So, so um, Olafur uh, Hoskulderson, who is one of the great uh, figures in Icelandic mythology, is actually born to an Irish mammy. That's class. Yeah, isn't it? I'm like, very, I'm like, now, um, that story now, that story takes all my boxes. Do you know what I mean? I'm like. I mean, you had your Icelandic man, Viking. Icelandic man, uh, powerful Irish female, you know what I mean? Vikings. Vikings absolutely loved it, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that's the story of Milkwork. He actually never made it back to Ireland, which is a bit sad. But she did encourage her son Olaf to go back at the age of 18. Um, and he actually went back and sought out his grandfather and found his grandfather and proved to him that he was his grandson because... Um, Mal Kirk uh, basically gave him this gold band that her father had given to her, and that she managed to um, to kind of keep throughout her throughout her slavery. Uh, so when Olaf showed this to his granddad, then he knew that this was his grandson, and that his daughter was still alive. Oh, that's lovely! Tells me story anyway now. Oh, very good, Rebecca. Yeah. That's that's a very good story mm. now. I really liked it. Yeah, I'm also like, I, I mean, I feel like it also tied into something we were talking about before because we were talking about like Icelandic slaves and you know the way like all the, the gorgeous Icelandic women. So I'm like, I think, you know, the way Mel Corka was an Irish princess who was obviously so gorgeous that they had to steal her and bring her away. Yeah. Um, yeah. There you are now. It's me tail. Oh, that's very good, Rebecca. Well done. Well done, fair play. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> All right, so I'll see you next week. Oh, where are you going? <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> uh, so I was going to do... <laughs> I 
I tell you what, Jess, I absolutely like. I'm so looking forward to when we're able to do them together in person. Yeah, it's so it's so much better. Um, it's just like so much more fun as well. So much more fun. Uh, yeah, no, I really miss doing them together. Um, and it was just a real nice excuse to see each other. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, maybe we should make this our last one until we're reunited. <gasps> oh. And then have a solstice special. Well, that's like the 21st, so we'll meet before then. Yeah. Uh, literally, I can see you, what, on the 1st of December or the 3rd? Something like that, isn't it? I think it's the first, but well, that's assuming that like things kind of positive vibes. Positive Sorry, vibes. I'm very negative. I'm very. Anyway, anyway, go on and tell me a good story there. Anyway, so I can have nice dreams tonight. Right. Okay. I'm very tired. Sorry. Very tired person. I'm, oh my god! I've been exhausted lately. I feel like I've been a bit sleepy, baby. I'm just like. Right, so oh, oh my god, sorry, I have to tell you. Sorry. Oh god, oh god what? Um do you know the way I was really bloated last night? <laughs> yes. So it transpires. Like I don't think I told you this already, but transpires. I ate some soup. I had I had soup for lunch yesterday, right? that I made the night before and it was very delicious and it was very delicious at lunchtime okay okay um but later on Finbar was like what what's that thing in the container in in the fridge and I was like I kind of look and I was like oh it's me soup from earlier and he was like um it's fermenting and I was like what <laughs> it's fermenting and then I looked at it and it had like bubbled to like it had grown like twice its size and have you ever seen sourdough starter before I don't think so okay well google sourdough starter after this right or now I don't mind um, it looked like sourdough starter and it was actively bubbling Oh my God, what was in it, Rebecca? It was literally ham and peas. It was a ham and peas soup. <laughs> ham and peas? Yeah. And what else? Like ham pea. It was like a literally like ham pea onion. Like what? salt and peps. Do you know what I mean? Like salt, salt and peps. Salt and peps. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Are you too, too lazy to finish say pepper? Salt and peps. Yeah. Salt and peps. Salt and peps. <laughs> Uh, um, that's yeah. So, so like, uh, is that like a beer now? Is it? Is that like a ham, ham and whatever beer? Yeah, like, but but is it like it was fermenting? Like, but obviously it's like it's something like if I, if I was making sauerkraut, if I was making sourdough, if I was making beer, I'm like fermentation, cool, good. That's what we're looking for. But I'm like, I didn't want this to ferment. It was a bad ferment. It shouldn't have been fermenting. Why was it fermenting? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So Fimber said that like peas can ferment and there was a lot of peas in it. But like it must have been like, like I'm I'm worried that basically like there was some bad bacteria in there somewhere anyway. Oh. But 
I'm like, it makes sense because I'm like, listeners, you li- you should have seen me yesterday. I was like full on eight months pregnant. It was wild. Yeah, it actually was pretty insane. It was it was mental. Like I didn't I I was like, I don't know how that happened. Um, but I think it's because I think the soup was fermenting inside. Oh my, my god, gross. <laughs> Because because then like all night I was like I was real like I was in bed and I was just like I felt just real weird all night you know what I mean Oh my god and is my that like was like bubbling I was like is that like healthy like is are you gonna die or what I really hope I I feel like if I was gonna die I would have already died Okay Do you know what I mean I feel like if there's gonna be any serious effects they would have already happened You're drinking a beer now so you must be grand. Yeah. Well, I like I smashed a load of kombucha and like um and sauerkraut to try and like counteract the maybe that was actually a bad thing because they're also fermented like yeah I feel like maybe you should like kombucha is quite good for settling your stomach and I actually had like a motilium or an imodium or one one of those one of those things anyways oh my god that is hilarious and I bet you if you fucking wanted something to ferment it wouldn't ferment Oh, that's the thing. Like, I tried to make sauerkraut before and it wouldn't ferment, like. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But I'm like, I'll flip and make soup and, like, ferment away, not a bother on it. Fermented soup, yummy. And, like, it was so quick. So that's thing. So I had, I had the soup at, like, one o'clock for lunch or whatever. I don't know. You know what I mean? L- lunchtime of some yeah. sort. Um, and it was, like, totally fine, normal soup. And then, like... I don't know, seven hours later, it was like mental. <laughs> like I just couldn't get over it. I was like, that's so weird. Um, but I was like, the fact that it doubled in size in the container, I was like, that's why my belly has like gotten so big. Cause I'm like, yeah, I think that makes so that 100% makes so much sense now. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Crazy. So weird. So weird. Oh, I don't know. Be careful when you're making soup, apparently. <laughs> but I'm like, soup's meant to be like one of the safest things you can, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like soup's like can't go wrong with a good soup. Like you know, easy, nutritious, tasty. Yeah. No, I fucked it. Apparently, I fucked it. <laughs> anyway, will I read your story or what? Yeah, go on. Tell me a story. Right. So the story begins. <laughs> <laughs> that was a real like. Right, here we go now. Uh, story begins right with an aging Fionn. Oh. You know who Fionn is, yeah. He... I assume of of the McCool clan. Yeah. Yeah. He was grieving over the death of his wife, Magnus. Magnus. Maggie. Let's call her Maggie. Oh, Mags. Yeah. His men find his daughter. Do you know who his daughter was? No. Oh, not his daughter, actually. Sorry. Not his daughter. (laughs) One of these stories. Okay, his men find the daughter of High King Cormac MacEart. Art, I don't know. Um, anyway, there's another one of the High Kings. 
And, uh, I find his daughter where? Like, what do you mean? Oh, I'm, the sentence is they find his daughter the worthiest of all women. Oh. <laughs> and arrangements are to be made for their wedding. So he's okay. Grieving. So so Fionn there is grieving after Mags. Okay. But then everyone's like, here, why don't you marry Grania? She's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. She's young. She's, you know. How old how old feel now at this stage? Aging, it says. <laughs> old. Like what's that? Like am I aging? Am I already aged? No, I don't know how old he is. He's fucking old. He's like uh He's old. I don't know how old he okay. is. Okay. Doesn't matter. We get we're just fine. Um so yeah, they're trying to marry. They're all like, "Oh yeah, go and marry." So arrangements are are made anyway for this we- wedding. Um, Ron is a bit like, "I don't really want to marry this guy. He's really old. He's older than her <laughs> old dad." And he's a bit like, "Uh, like, I'm not really into this." He's like, "Yeah, he's older than his, he's older than her dad." So do you know what I mean? Yeah, he's, she's a bit like, older than you'd want, basically. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, she's a bit creeped out by it. Um, yeah, he creeps her out. But uh, like everyone wants it. Her dad's like, you have to basically for like alliances and all that crap. Jeez, they're all about their marrying for alliances. Aren't they? I know. Um, like, why can't we marry for love? No. So Fionn has this, uh, has all these men, all these warriors that work from, um, and one of his most loyal warriors is a chap called Dermot. And uh, basically, Grania kind of fancies him a little bit. Oh, shit. He's uh, a bit closer to her own age and uh, quite handsome. You know, he's a warrior, he's fit. <laughs> Getting sexy. Anyway, at the wedding, she slips a sleeping potion into the all the guests. Um, all of the guests. Yeah, all the guests' drinks. Jesus. And uh, hard at work. I know. While they're all asleep, she's like, she's trying to get Dermot to run away with her. He's bit like, he's like no at first because he's like super loyal to Fionn. He's like, oh, I can't run off to you. Like, no, I'm, you know, have to stay with Fionn and the clans and all this, and you know, we'd be, uh, we'd be killed for this and stuff like that. But then she threatens him, um, so they go off and they hide in a forest across the River Shannon. And then when all like all the guests and Fionn and everything wakes up. Um, they all start chasing after them um, and they evade him several times with the help of other FINA members a guy called Angus Oak who was Dermot's foster father they, he conceals them um, he conceals Ronnie in his cloak of invisibility oh yeah must have robbed that of Harry Potter <laughs> <laughs> well Dermot leaps over the pursuers heads so he's obviously a good jumper. He's obviously from Super Mario or something. <laughs> uh, so they go off, they're chased, they're chased and all that. And 
Dermot refuses to sleep with Grania because you know, she's like, come on, come on, sexy, sleep with me. As in like, as in consummate yeah. sleeping. Yeah. Grania wants, him to, Grania wants to consummate with Dermot. But uh, yeah, Dermot, respect for Fionn. He's like, I can't, um, like, I can't do that. So she, apparently she like tries to tease him um, and she like, splashes water on her leg and stuff <laughs> like the original wet t-shirt competition <laughs> it's like a bit of oh, my wet legs <laughs> I didn't just wet my pants <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh my god I'm afraid to say something I can't uh, okay so- also, like, hang on so he agrees to run away with her but he's still like yeah, because she's going to curse him. Oh, shit, yes, are you? Yeah, she's going to curse him. So he has to. He doesn't want it at all. He's too mm. loyal. He's actually a good guy. But, um, yeah, so, so anyway, she does this. Um, there's a, a version of the story where um, Grana gets pregnant. Now, I'm not sure if she eventually did get Dermot to sleep with her. Or she just tried with someone else. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Um, well, in this version, anyway, she's she craves for rowan berries. And I plant, I planted a rowan berry tree recently. Oh yeah, so rowan berries are. Sorry, go on. No, go on. Um, rowan berries are like, um, very much like associated with like kind of witches in Ireland, but also were sort of used as. Um, sort of a natural pregnancy termination method. Oh. Um. Well, I think so. So so yeah. So they were like basically used to like bring on abortions. Um. But I think I think as well like that's kind of why they were associated with witches because obviously it was like witches in I guess in like pagan tradition would have been sort of like female healers and stuff and would have been like but obviously the act of like killing an unborn child would have been sort of taught as, as evil. You know what I mean? So it's like, but witches would have had the knowledge to like use rowan berries for this purpose and stuff. No way. Yeah. And is that like true? Like, um, eat rowan berries. So I think, so basically what it is, is um, I think it's vitamin C. Maybe, but I don't know. That doesn't oh, seem right. vitamin A. Is it vitamin A? I know vitamin A is not, you can't have too much vitamin A when you're pregnant. Yeah, so basically overdosing on vitamin A kind of puts you into labor or something. There's something to do with that. Like, so, so it'll put you into like early labor. So I think rowan berries have like a really high concentrate of whatever vitamin it, it is. And so it would like put you into early labor but in that way it was kind of you'd end up having um like a miscarriage or an abortion do you know what i mean yeah yeah okay anywho sorry <laughs> right so this version anyway um so blah, blah blah then dermot's um foster father 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 angus negotiates peace with fionn um eventually 
eventually Dermot basically falls for Grania because he's like stuck with her the whole time. <laughs> so Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, pretty much. So they go to the county Schlego, where they have five children. Um so He finally gives in anyway. Yeah. Uh Fionn marries what what's the relation to Grania and Rowan Berries? Sorry, I missed that now. They went off and around. She craved she craved them when she was pregnant. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. And Dermot had to fight a one-eyed something to get them for. It's just gonna breeze over that. <laughs> Didn't seem that important. <laughs> <laughs> They're always up to shit like that, you know. <laughs> so, Fionn marries Grania's sister. They're one big happy family. Everyone's happy. Yeah. Um, so eventually, how, how does Grania's sister feel about that, actually? I don't know. No one gives a shit about her. <laughs> no. Fionn uh, organises a boar hunt near Ben Bulban. Oh yeah, uh, and Dermot joins in spite of a prediction that he will be killed by a boar. <gasps> Indeed, a boar wounds him mortally, um, as he um, deals with the fatal blow. So Fionn has the power to heal people, apparently. Okay. Um, by but Fionn's kind of a demigod, isn't he? Yeah. So he has the power to heal by letting him drink water from his hands. But um, Fionn lets the water slip through his fingers twice. On purpose? Yeah. Yeah. What a dick move, Fionn. Um, eventually, his grandson, so Fionn's grandson, Oscar, he threatens him if he doesn't help Dermot. But when he goes the third time, it was too late. Dermot died. Um. Ah, uh, no, that's not very nice now, is yeah. it? Then Angus takes Dermot's body home to Brunaboyna. Brunaboyna, remember? Oh, yeah, no. oh well, yeah. Um, and then Grania swears her children to avenge their father's death upon Fionn. Um, and she grieves until she dies herself. And... Uh, there are some versions where they do. She does eventually go off and marry Fionn in the end, but who knows? I love that. She's like, ah, well, what happens to her sister? Oh yeah, I don't know. Probably kills her or something. Jeez. Uh. So that is the story of Dermot and Grania. Ah. Uh, I'm like I, I'm I don't like Fionn anymore. It's like, who are we talking about last week who I didn't like? Is that the same person? No, who do I not like? Kukulin. Oh, yeah, Kukulin. Yeah, they're all... Well, do you know what? I guess they're all just like regular people and they have strengths and weaknesses and they have flaws and much like ourselves, you know. Now, have you ever seen... There's a movie based on this story. No. Oh, it's very good. It's very old, though. Um, I am pretty sure your man who plays Fionn is... Uh, he's in, I, think, I think he's your man that's in Game of Thrones. That's very vague. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> uh, your man. The Irish fella. 
like give me give me like a house that he's in or like I'm pretty sure there's loads of Irish actors in Game of Thrones. Um oh yeah, so this is what it's, it's called Pursuit. And yeah, Liam Cunningham. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's Fionn. Brendan Gleeson's in oh. it. Oh, Brendan Gleeson's the one-eyed chap that he tries to get the Rowan berries at, off. So that oh, was gosh. a bit. That was a bit important. Harney. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's set in modern day times. Yeah, and and she she like threatens him with a gun. She makes Dermot go with her, or she like she has a gun to his head, basically. Oh my God, Gassia yeah. Gronya is the daughter of a major crime boss and is promised to marry. Marry Fionn, one of his lieutenants, to help cement an alliance. Whoever she's in love with, Fionn's bodyguard, Dermot. Oh my God, gas! I really want to watch that now. Yeah, it's very good. Have you seen it? Yeah. Oh yeah, and there's a cave apparently uh, somewhere, um, and you can hike to it. I think it's like where they hid for a bit. It's not Oh Nagat, is it? Drizzles. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. Dermot and Grania's cave is uh, above the cliffs of Anacuna in County oh. Sligo. Oh, very good. Can we go? Can we actually? Can we go on a little like road trip to all these places? Yeah, just get a car there, Rebecca. Okay, yeah, no bothers. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm gonna be wearing another wig tonight. A different one. Yeah. Which one? Uh, Dan has um, a blonde bob. I'm gonna stick on Murphy. Oh yeah, your Roshi Murphy gig tonight. Yeah, I've got I've got three gigs in November. Could you... Jesus, gig over. I know. Yeah, I'm like Dua Lipa's the last weekend in November as well. So I'm gonna, gonna. I was gonna say I'm gonna go to that, but you know, no. Yeah, you go to that. No, go to that. Makes makes it really. I'm very excited now. All right then. Well, you have to go have your burger now as well. You have to go have my burger and then and then have a have my bop. Make sure I'm all digested in time for some disco. <laughs> um. Thanks, guys, for listening. We hope you guys enjoyed it. We know it's not the same when we're not together. But we will be again soon. If you yeah. liked us, um, let us know. Uh, what you thought of the episode you can follow us on Instagram at Foking Legends and you can listen to us wherever the hell you want pretty much yeah apparently so we've been Foking Legends and we've had a Foking good time as always bye, bye.